0: Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Hey guys, I'm Amanda. And I'm Jen. And And you're you're listening listening to Fathomless. Fathomless.
1: And welcome back hey we hope you had an amazing thanksgiving had a great holiday. i know i did hope you ate a shit ton of turkey Jen, i know i did <laughs> how, how was your thanksgiving you went to texas right? i went to texas Texas. did texas. Texas. everyone say howdy <laughs> y'all 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 <laughs> oh god no i can't or say no y'all
0: yeah no andrew says it all the time it's like he won't say wicked and i won't say y'all Anyway, so. yeah, so we went to Texas for Thanksgiving and hung out with the in-laws for a week and shot some guns in the desert and love that. ate a bunch of Mexican food. And yes, yes.
1: Did you bring me home a
0: breakfast burrito? I did not. I'm sorry. You're so mean. I got tortillas though. Ooh, yeah.
1: yeah. I'll have Andrew
0: make me one. Andrew makes something good.
1: Anyway. Oh, your Thanksgiving. It was amazing. I actually had two Thanksgivings. Um every year. I mean, I have a I have a huge family. You know that. Yeah. They don't know that, but well, some of them do. I my family. Um, <laughs> most but, of our listeners. Right. <laughs> All my sisters. Uh, but so it's really hard for us to get together on Thanksgiving Day. So we have been doing for a few years now we do the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You we know, have a big gathering at my dad's house. Mm-hmm. And it is amazing. They are great cooks. We usually have two giant
0: ass turkeys. Mm-hmm. Does, does everyone have to bring something or does Gail take care of it all?
1: Gail and Dad usually take care of it all. We uh, bring desserts usually. Mm-hmm. I always make my grandmother's butter cookie recipe mm-hmm. and her buttercream frosting. Mm-hmm. That sounds so good. And that's just like what I do every year. I need to go to Thanksgiving at your dad's house uh, next year. It is, it is a wonderful, wonderful festival. You have to really roll is. me
0: out the door down the driveway That's, after,
1: but. That is what we do. And then on Thanksgiving, me and Emily had a Thanksgiving dinner at her apartment. I made the turkey, and it was freaking amazing. I killed that turkey. I oh, thought you did. It was so good. Yeah. It was it just you, three, You her and It was her me, husband. Emily, her husband. Her husband. Nick, Emily's her married hubby. now. Yes, she just got married. Shout out to Emily. Yeah. You a husband. Yep, her and her hubby and it was his mother and uh brother and then Sean came with me as well, my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So it was a great day. It really was. I could and go for a big Thanksgiving dinner right now. I'm thinking oh, about it. The cranberry
0: sauce. Oh my god, cranberry gravy. sauce. Mm-hmm. Oh, I gravy live, on everything. Could
1: live in a fat. I a put gravy sauce. on my vegetables. Yes. I love gravy. plate. Mm, and then we have
0: the sweet potatoes, the marshmallow. See, I'm a butternut
1: squash kind of guy. No,
0: sweet potato I do love the, the sweet way. potato,
1: but I always make it. I love when
0: people put, like, brown sugar and then the marshmallow. But I
1: use I the brown sugar with my butternut squash, and it's not Do marshmallow? Perfect. No, no marshmallow. Sorry. <laughs> the sweet potatoes are just one better than squash. They are. They're really They're good. Nice. But maybe not. For me, maybe not better. But, you know, we'll agree to disagree. I'll let you have this win. <laughs> <laughs> just this one time. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> it's early. We just went on a tangent about freaking squash and potatoes. So.
0: What's the superior Thanksgiving food? <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, neither. <laughs> For me, it's the King Hawaiian rolls. Oh,
1: yes. Yeah, the King Hawaiian rolls. That is where weird. Uh, we always got to have those. We had, um, at Emily's house, we did, um, the, the rolls. They had, um. Cheesecake Factory rolls, apparently they sell those
0: in the store, and it was so good. So So we um, go to a Pittsburgh Steelers game in the fall or the winter. I've only been twice, but it's like something my husband and his family do. And we went this past October, and (laughs) we went to uh, the Cheesecake Factory, and his dad kept calling it the
1: Cheese Steak Factory. i also love that your texan husband is a pittsburgh steelers fan that's just such i a, guess this you know i guess texas is
0: like their second biggest fan base really? because i saw a oh. lot of people in texas steelers gear or merch whatever you want to call it and then there was um i think it's like a billboard or like a broken down like or old building or something somebody but it, somebody something. spray painted it had like the Steelers like logo on it and I was like oh look and he's like yeah wow Texas has a huge Steelers fan base so interesting. Yeah. yeah I did not know
1: that yeah that's really cool football is weird football is weird sorry to anyone who likes football I just I like,
0: just like don't understand the rules and like every time I try to ask Andrew to like
1: explain the rules my, to me like he doesn't have time off. to
0: explain
1: and I'm just like it's like when someone tries to explain the rules of a card game to me, my brain just, like, shuts down. Like, it's like that scene in SpongeBob where they're, like, running around with, like, filing cabinets on fire. And they're yep. just like, we forgot his name! Yep. That is, That is what happens when someone tries to explain the rules of football to me. I'll be, like,
0: sitting there, like, at the actual game, and everyone will stand up because something happened. I'm, like, hugging on
1: Andrew's shirt. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> like a shirt. I'm dead. Oh, that's great. Literally like a child. But, um, okay, we should get into it. So, today we actually are going to do something a little different. Um, We are going to talk about some true crime updates, true crime news, just things that have happened really recently and have been, you know, kind of like around social media and on the news and just kind of out there. Uh, I don't know if everyone else follows a bunch of true crime groups on like Facebook and stuff like we do, but...
0: Massachusetts has a good one it's like Massachusetts Missing and Unsolved yes I follow that one or something I tried to add you to the group and I was like why can't I add her and she's like oh I think I'm already part of it
1: (laughs) yeah yep I was already a member uh but we're gonna we're gonna talk about some different updates some of them are not New England based but they just kind of stuck out to us so we wanted to just bring them up and yeah we hope you guys enjoy it you know just a little update we're gonna have a Regular, um, either a true crime or a haunted history episode next. I think we're going to do my, um, I have one about a uh, school in Rhode Island. That's going to be your next episode? Yes. Spooky. Spooky, scary
0: stuff happening. I know, your team, like, haunted history, urban legend, and I'm just like, missing person,
1: unsolved murder. I mean, I did a missing person last time, but I do, uh, I love me some haunted history and some urban legend. I know I was looking into
0: some like spooky scary stuff and I was like, Oh, I could touch it up and do an episode. I'm like something different, but yeah, no, my next episode is a very, the... I mean, everything we do is, spooky scary, yeah. but, you know, my next episode is a crazy ass murder. So I couldn't yes, not do this one,
1: <laughs> but so Jen is going to kick it off for us. She has a couple true crime updates and then I have a few as well. So Jen, what do you got for me? Um, So, on the early morning hours of
0: November 13th, like two weeks ago, November 13th, yeah, very recently, very recent, in Moscow, Idaho, four college students were brutally stabbed and killed in their sleep in their off-campus apartment located near the university. Oh, shit. Yeah. So the victims were 21-year-old Madison Mogan, Twenty year old Zanna Cannado, twenty-one year old Kaylee Gonzalez, and twenty year old Ethan Chapin. And apologies if I've gotten those names pronounced wrong. Um, so still no motive has been identified and no they have no suspects. That's not they have no idea who
1: they're even looking for. At that this is nice. And I looked up the crime rate in Moscow, Indiana, and it's like not a how much has happened in there? It's like a 0% so, crime. So, like, holy shit. I can't believe, like, that's, yeah, that's nuts. It's
0: crazy. So there were two other roommates at home in the house at the time of the murders, and they slept through the whole thing. So. They slept through the whole thing? Yeah. I could not. I, like, wake up uh, so much. It depends. I've slept through some crazy shit, so. So, all four victims were out the night before. Were, I mean, it did happen in the very early hours of yeah. November 13th. So, they were out, like, past midnight. All four victims uh, came home around the same time, about 1.45, 2 a.m. Madison and Kaylee were out together. And Zanna and Ethan, who were dating, they were out together. They were both at separate locations, though. So, they did not receive... a. 911 call until about noon the next day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, the, those other two roommates in the house slept you know, until co- noon. Well, it's college kids. Oh
1: my god! See, I'm up I've at never lake. slept until noon in really? my entire life.
0: Really? I really don't think so. I feel like when I was a kid, like a couple times, but you know, after like 18, I could like never sleep in that I'm late.
1: Always up between like 6 a.m. and 7 a.m.
0: See, I got up at like 7 a.m. because your cats were
1: crying. I was like, oh, I hope. Because they know. Be- I'm not going to wake Amanda up in the morning. Now. <laughs> I was up at 6, <laughs> laying in my bed on my phone. Oh, okay. So,
0: um, what else do we have here? There's like a little bit of information because they're like still obviously like, it's yeah, I'm open sure investigators an investigation. are keeping everything quiet. Yeah, so the bodies were found on the second and third floors of the house, and it's h- unclear how the killer got into the home and what kind of knife was used um authorities estimate the time of the murders to be between three and four a.m so not long after they got home and went to sleep
1: so yeah yeah i'm wondering if someone like followed them followed like some of them home yeah yeah because
0: it was like you was know maybe there... they waited for lights out or something and did they say was there any type of like burglary
1: in that no house? no there were no
0: signs of fourth entry they're not sure what was anything we... like
1: taken like, was any, like, money taken or, like, anything of value? Um, basically
0: the- all the articles kind of said the same thing. Very limited. So. Okay. Maybe if there was something taken from the house, they're trying to keep that, you yeah. know, under I was wraps. just curious. Yeah. Like,
1: if it was, like, like, a robbery gone wrong. But, I mean, that's a lot of people the staff. So. I don't think it was that. But you never know.
0: Yeah, so they all had autopsies done. And. You know, again, they had been killed with a large knife. They don't know what kind of knife, but they know it was a big one. And they all had extensive injuries from the stab wounds. And the wounds varied in, like, the amount of stab wounds and where they were stabbed. So, you know, I think it was just a pretty random attack because, you know, no motive. That they can see, they only stabbed like a few of them.
1: What about the other two roommates? How come they? Yeah, like where did they not like? Were they not looking for them? Did they just? That does kind of lead me to believe that it was might have been somebody who saw the the four that were out. But how would he know what room they were in?
0: Like, true. He, I'm seeing he they, they Who yeah. knows if it's a?
1: Yeah, we know the statistics. <laughs> yes, yeah, we do. A pretty good chance it's a he. So classes were canceled the day
0: after the bodies were found because, again, police were called till noon. They were they didn't know what they were dealing with yet, so sure classes were going on that day, but um, the next day they were canceled. Over a thousand tips have been called in and at least 500 people have been interviewed. 500, 150. We haven't recorded in, like, weeks, and I'm already fucking up
1: numbers. Okay, it's very early still. It's only, like, I mean, it's not very, very early. It's 9, nine in the morning, but we're, we had a late night for us, so bear with us. Oh, They're I do want to goofy. add that
0: the police did search, like, all the dumpsters in the
1: area, just in case. Okay. just in case anything was, like, tossed out. Yeah, or, like a murder weapon. Yeah,
0: you know, I mean, that's a good idea, you never know. So, a vigil was held on November 30th where hundreds of people gathered and the families of the victims spoke. And this happened right before Thanksgiving break. So, I'm sorry, if I went to the school, I wouldn't be too sure if I'd head back after Thanksgiving break. Yeah,
1: I don't think I there. It would be a hard task for me. Yeah. So I
0: have some pictures of the victims that we'll post um, on the social media, but that's pretty much it that one
1: that's so sad i yeah. could say i mean it's still very recent so i'm sure that you know hopefully some some more evidence will come forward and they'll
0: figure it out yeah yeah it's just crazy how uh a
1: town where nothing happens yeah like a fairly quiet town like yeah from what i could see online for the crime rate there wasn't much more than like you know some house burglaries but mm-hmm. that's like it.
0: It's really sad because um two of the victims, Ethan and, and Zanna, they were dating.
1: Oh. Yeah, and I'm
0: sorry. I should have mentioned. Oh my heart. That, yeah, and then Madison and Kaylee have been friends, like best friends in high school. Went to college together, got an apartment together. Rip my heart out. Yeah, so they grew Rip up together. Around.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's so, so sad. Hopefully,
0: um, they can get some leads and yeah, this person suspect. They don't and even will. know who
1: they're looking for. That's just are they gonna receive like? Are they because it just seems like they are a small town. Do you know if they're reaching out to like FBI? Or... I mean,
0: I feel like with something like this big, especially something that happened at a school, it's gonna gain a ton of attention. Yeah. So I'm sure they have all hands on deck. Hopefully, yeah, Hopefully they'll get some assistance.
1: From, like, I don't know some what Idaho law is like to, you know, do something. Yeah. So we'll see.
0: So the next case I'm going to bring up quickly, um, it started out as a missing person case, um, and then ended up being much more sad than that.
1: Oh boy. No. Yeah.
0: Um, I think I'm bringing us all down. I know. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know if, if it's very, true crime it's not crime but it was she was missing hey, for a missing person it's yeah. so it falls under the category so emily saletto uh from westford massachusetts was about to turn 20 years old when she was dropped off at lafayette place campground in franconia new hampshire on november 20th it's
1: a beautiful area
0: of new hampshire beautiful area of new hampshire and there's a lot of people that do these hikes on a regular basis yes so emily was an experienced hiker but she did not have much winter hiking experience and she intended to hike mount lafayette mount haystack and mount flume on this day is it possible to do all
1: three in a day are they yeah they're not like big peaks so you could definitely i mean if you're starting early enough and you have like a good plan You could make that happen. Okay. I Um, just wasn't sure if it was... In the, in late November, I don't really know Mm -hmm. how well that would go, but in the, like, the springtime, that would be, like, a lovely, yeah, a lovely hike. Okay.
0: So, Emily was part of a White Mountains hiking Facebook group, and she had met other hikers through this group, which that's... That's, That's pretty so cool. cool. I love yeah. that. That's, like, the one reason, like, I still keep Facebook is for, like, groups like that and, yeah. like, Facebook Marketplace. Other than that, I don't post, I don't Facebook. Besides the point, um, Emily and her mother had actually been staying in a hotel that week, and Emily had planned several hikes for the week. So she was, she wasn't just doing these three mountains. She had, like, a whole itinerary for the week. So the week of Thanksgiving, She was attempting to finish all 48 of the 4,000 footers in New Hampshire. She wanted to finish hiking all these before her 20th birthday. Like, that was a goal of hers. That's really cool. I love that. Yeah. So she was pretty, she was a badass. So she, so all the comments on Facebook, obviously people can be fucking, you know, very
1: outspoken on Facebook. Everyone on Um, the internet is miserable.
0: So she was last seen wearing a brown jacket, low-cut hiking sneakers, long johns, and exercise pants over those long johns. So, I mean, she had the pants layered. We don't know what she was wearing underneath the jacket, but a lot of people are saying she was not dressed Dressed appropriately appropriately
1: for this type of hike. Yeah. I don't think she was realizing that in late November at that, like, it's not like a high, high altitude, but on those mountains it gets very cold and very icy. It snowed that night.
0: Yeah. Because I remember scrolling and seeing this and, and it was and I live in New Hampshire and it was snowing outside. Yeah. And I was like, this girl's missing. It's dark and it's snowing. I wouldn't want to be outside of my own yard right now.
1: Right. Yeah, that's just so I mean, I can see that. And also I feel like a lot of people think like, Oh, well I'm gonna be moving, I'm gonna be hiking, so I'm gonna get like I'm gonna be warm. Exactly. And that's know, what I was I have thinking too. Many layers, like, and have to carry those layers. Yeah.
0: So she did not intend on spending the night or the next several nights. Yeah. There. Out. In the elements. So I think people are arguing about like what she was wearing. Like maybe it was appropriate for a daytime hike, and she planned to be back before dark. But, besides the point. Um. Can, The weather conditions that week were kind of really cold. The temps dropped below zero at at night or at zero, and there were wind speeds of 30 to 40 miles per hour, and I'm sure they're higher once you go up more.
1: Yeah, there's less trees to the higher you get, so there's just more exposure to the wind and everything.
0: Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming her mother was expecting to pick her back up at a certain time, and when she did not... Return the search for Emily began that night and crews worked through the, the hard weather conditions again it was snowing and they worked every day every night through the following Wednesday so she went on a Sunday and she was not found until Wednesday oh my so a couple days later so they did have to stop searching at certain points at night just again because the weather and more than 60 ground searchers were deployed to look for Emily, and they had the help of helicopters and several search and rescue teams. So everyone pitched in. That's nice. Yeah, so shortly after discovering Emily's tracks and belongings near Lafayette Brook, her body was found on Wednesday morning at
1: 11.15. Oh, no.
0: She was found on the north northwest side of Mount Lafayette, and this day would have been her 20th birthday. Are you
1: kidding me? so she was down on her birthday that's so sad
0: so it looked like she had quote been blown off the top of the mountain in the high winds and died of exposure to the elements so how fucking scary that's
1: so scary like too. i
0: just keep thinking like how fucking scared she was in those yeah. last moments
1: just being out in the woods
0: yeah probably lost her way Got blown off a fucking yeah. mountain when it gets dark you
1: can get really it's very disorienting in the woods like mm-hmm. trying to find your way
0: and imagine if she you know i don't know if it was like the fall off the mountain that killed her or if she just like got seriously injured to the point where she couldn't
1: move she couldn't after move, that fall and then, and then, then just, still just yeah.
0: there mm-hmm. oh that's so terrible. very fucking tragic yeah she died her way poor too family. young yeah so Emily was a student at Vanderbilt University. She was in her sophomore year and she was majoring in biochemistry and chemical biology. Damn, they kind of sound like the same thing, but I think they're different. they're not. Okay. They're not the same. Thing. <laughs> um, she was the community service chair for the Door initiative and the public relations chair for Big Door Little Door. And I don't I think that's just like a like a big rubber yeah. kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's so cute. Yeah,
0: so she did some, you know, yeah, nice community service work. Um, her funeral service was held on Thursday morning earlier this week in Westford, Massachusetts. That's so sad. Yeah. So her like the, all this happened right before the holidays, right around her birthday.
1: That's terrible. Oh, that poor girl. Yeah. So
0: let's see if he's Emily.
1: I can always have a hiking buddy, guys. Yeah,
0: always have a hiking buddy. And also, I don't know. I wouldn't go hiking by myself ever.
1: I mean, a lot of people do, but you know, you just always got to. You know careful. me. I'm just afraid someone's going to attack me. Yeah, that's why I say always have a buddy. But it's, it's better and safer to have the buddy system.
0: So you have a couple, I right? do. All right. So,
1: uh, I'm sure a lot of people heard about this. I posted it on our Instagram and I posted it on my Facebook, too. Uh, but the, we had an update on a case from 1957 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And it is about the boy in the
0: box. I'm loving that they are, like, finally
1: identifying all these people I know that have been missing for 50-plus years. So, for those of you who don't know... Uh, The Boy in the Box, I'll tell, like, a little bit about it. This is a case that I want to cover, but I want to wait until the press release next week where they actually give us the name of this boy. But for those of you who don't know, I'll kind of give, like, a little kind of synopsis of it. So on February 25th, 1957, on Susquehanna Road in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, The body of a little boy who was aged to be anywhere between three years old and seven years old was found inside a box of, like, an old crib mattress, basically. Just trying to remember, like, left abandoned with some garbage. Did Morbid do a podcast on this? I believe they did. Um, I want to say Crime Junkie did as well. Uh, And I know that it was on, like, BuzzFeed Unsolved. I don't know if you ever watched those videos sometimes yeah so you might have seen it on that as well uh it's it's one of those like big mysteries like great right known because i mean up until literally last week we've had no idea who this boy was but they said that he was somewhere between three years old and seven years old his body was found naked and extensively beaten and he was actually also covered in scars some of which were surgical uh, and that the most like notable areas was like his ankle, his chin, his groin, his legs were just kind of covered in scars. Uh, his hair was also like his head bushy, and his face wasn't really recognizable. Like they couldn't really just like there was it was hard to tell his features because he had been beaten so badly, and he has not been identified or was not identified um we're supposed to be getting a name next week in press release but for years people it was just a great mystery of Philadelphia he was like wrapped in a blanket they tested the baby blanket they did searches for like the specific crib mattress and like the box and stuff and none of it led to an answer as to who this little boy was and there were theories that he was just you know like born in somebody's house and was like never in the system and was just abused. There was like uh rumors of like that he Well made they them, have like, an identity traffic. so like somebody. So yep. So I mean now we have something. We're supposed to be uh, the, like the Philadelphia police announced that they're gonna be doing a press release next week. Who was he and I think he was probably like kidnapped and That's like, what I'm thinking. Like you it seems like he was kind of like experimented on to me. Yeah like there's I mean I'll show you the pictures that they have and they actually have the actual pictures of the little boy yeah i've seen this yeah but his like the just everything about it was just a crazy mystery we're definitely gonna like i said we're gonna do a full case on this but the fact that just like lady of the dunes we have an update after almost you know or over 60 years of nothing else has come out since they came out with their name right they have a person of
0: interest. It was, like, her boyfriend at the time or something, Yeah, and right? that person yeah. of interest is deceased. He died, yeah. But
1: we're gonna... We, we should do that soon. We, we have some, do. uh... Yeah, I wanna... I just wanna know what happened kind of to her. I know. I do too. Well, well, yeah, we, we know, we know we what happened uh, to
0: her. She was fucking killed I'll brutally. start compiling
1: research on that one, and we'll, uh... We'll cover that in like the next month or so.
0: Yeah, I'm also um, starting my Tony Costa research. Tony Costa, that's gonna be a big one. I just read a crazy fucking book on Tony Costa, so definitely want to do this soon. Yeah,
1: be on as well. So um, another one that I have is the really tragic death of Shanquella Robinson, and she was born January 9th nineteen ninety-seven, which made her twenty-five years old, and she was from Charlotte, North Carolina she was actually a student at winston-salem university so we actually know we Winston love winston-salem Salem. i know exactly my parents
0: love winston-salem it's I where do. all the breweries are and the good food is and my parents of
1: the States. States. north carolina <laughs> that Was a terrible accent i'm sorry guys yeah i'm so sorry <laughs> so uh anyway back to chancrela chancrela sorry uh she actually was just a super sweet girl. She was so beautiful. I'll show you some pictures, we'll post them on Instagram. She ran her own business braiding hair, like I said, braiding children's hair specifically. Uh, Like I said, she was a student at Winston-Salem University, just overall an incredibly kind, beautiful, intelligent person. And on October 28th of this year, she and six of her friends from the university went to Cabo, Mexico for a little vacation. On that day, she spoke to her mother on the phone and appeared to be in good spirits. She was laughing, having a good time, very excited to be going on this little, like, getaway with some friends from college. The following day on October 29th, she was found dead in the living room on the floor in the vacation rental home in Cabo, Mexico. With her. The Robinson family received frank, frantic calls from Champola's friends that were with her, claiming that she had died from alcohol poisoning. Okay. And they actually all left Mexico that day as well. You probably stay put. Yeah, you If you the person who so. went there is dead. It's interesting that they were allowed to cross a border when there was an open police investigation on somebody who died in the vacation rental home that they were all in. Yeah. But, oh well. Anyway, despite being told by her friends that she died of alcohol poisoning, the Robinson family found out that the death certificate actually had a different reason for cause of death. It was stated that her cause of death was a spinal cord injury and a dislocated neck. Okay, so not alcohol poisoning it at was all. No mention of alcohol poisoning whatsoever in the death certificate. She was killed. Pretty much. Later in November, authorities in New Mexico actually made a statement based that based on the evidence that they did not believe that this was an accidental death. And that it looked like a direct, agitated attack against Chanchala. Seems like it to me. Yep. And her You're parents obviously were immediately suspicious as well, and they were very concerned that all of her friends that went on the trip were basically just like, "Oh yeah, we're we don't we don't know what happened," and they urged authorities, in the United States, to investigate further. In early November, the FBI announced that they would be launching, launching an investigation because. Anytime something happens, like, overseas, the FBI takes care of that. They don't, like, you know, it's not like the Charlotte, North Carolina PD is going to go to Mexico. No. So, FBI is currently investigating this case. There was also a video that has been leaked on the internet. And I don't know if you've seen it. There's, like, bits and pieces. The full video is, like, hard to find now. I don't know if you want to see it. I, I don't recommend watching it. Then, no, I don't. Uh, but see it is of uh, someone viciously beating Shankwala in the living room of the vacation rental home in Cabo. Oh, so and there's actual evidence. The okay. video shows her being thrown around and kicked and punched repeatedly. Okay. You can't really see exactly who is doing it because it's like it's a phone video, so it's like all shaky and like mm-hmm. it's kind of like the angle that it's at. You can't see the person's face or anything. But this is, this, this was something huge. It, like, blew up on TikTok and everything. It was, it was really devastating to see. And that kind of really made her parents be like, okay, the fuck is going on? Fuck this whole alcohol poisoning stuff. Like, this is, this is not right. Something happened to our daughter. Definitely. And there is currently an arrest warrant for one of the friends uh, and they're due to be extradited back to Mexico for questioning and stuff like that. Uh, they have not released the name of that suspect. He's probably on the run by now. It I, It might be a female. Oh. Oh. Yeah. See. It might be a female. Um, there was, I believe, one guy and five girls or two guys. I can't remember. They. I have their names somewhere. I saw a picture of them all. I'll post it okay. on the Instagram. But just... A horrific horrific case basically the theory that's been going around is that a couple of the people because there was um rumors like her sister had heard that there had been some kind of fighting on the trip an argument so they believe that uh one of the people that she went down to cabo with she actually did not get along with and that is what caused the vicious beating which I'm, I mean, if there's a video of you getting assaulted and then your death certificate says spinal cord injury and dislocated neck, yeah. Kind of put two and two together. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Something happened to her. It is still an open investigation. Mm-hmm. When there are more updates, I definitely will bring it up. And then, I mean, maybe one day we'll do like a whole episode on it. But yeah. it, I wanted to talk about it and just bring it forward because her family deserves answers. Yeah. And
0: you
1: know, hopefully, you be this as person, loud as we can about this.
0: Hopefully, this person can uh, get back to fucking
1: Mexico and yeah, can I'm, be exposed for what they fucking did. I'm glad that there is an arrest warrant out. There hasn't been. It was just like a couple weeks ago that it came out. So that is that's really promising. Okay. So that's kind of all we know for right now. That is pretty much all we know for right now. Okay. But I know you have a couple more. For I us. have a couple
0: more. All right, so if you're in South Shore, Massachusetts, or I feel like any of the surrounding states, you have heard of a fellow named Christopher Keeley? Oh, yes. Yeah, you've heard of him? Oh, yes, I have. All right.
1: Literally everywhere.
0: So if you haven't, um, on Tuesday, November 29th, Marshfield Police in Massachusetts responded to a well-being check for, um, at first it was a well-being check for the um, elderly couple. But later later on, I actually found out some research that it was um, a well-being check for Christopher himself. Interesting. But anyway, yeah, I'll get into it. But anyway, well-being check for a home on Gotham Hill Drive in Marshfield. And this well-being check was placed at about 9 p.m. Okay. The bodies of Carl and Vicki Matson were found stabbed and bludgeoned to death inside the home. For people. Yeah, and I this
1: is like not far from where I used to live in Marshfield. No, it's re- Marshfield isn't that big of a town. No, so it's, that's a very close view. It was like where you it are. looked
0: like Brant Rock, like Green
1: Harbor, yeah,
0: area. So I don't know if you can hear the church bells, yeah, <laughs> the church bells in the background.
1: <laughs> I live next to a church, and uh, you know, mass just got out. So yeah, I feel like we don't hear too much background noise. Yeah,
0: with some if you static, do, definitely,
1: but if you hear those, enjoy. Yeah, you know, just a little Providence ambiance for you.
0: <laughs> Providence ambiance? It's not yeah. church bells, it's definitely police sirens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> One can dream.
0: <laughs> so, anyway, um, Carl Matson was found lying face down with traumatic head injuries, and Vicki lay nearby with evidence of a knife attack to her neck. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, wanted for this crime was 27 year old Christopher Keeley, and he was from Weymouth. And I say um, he was wanted because, update, he's been caught. Uh, When I wrote all this out, he had not been caught yet. Then I think they finally caught him yesterday. Yeah, all week
1: they have been looking looking, for him. And it's been everywhere, all over social media. Yeah. They were searching for Oh, it was just
0: a matter of time.
1: He was in the, uh, the Jeep at one point. Yep, right. yep, uh, yep. So, an arrest
0: warrant was put out for him, charging him with homicide, and that warrant was issued out of the Plymouth District Court on Wednesday afternoon. So, this is, what, Tuesday was the 29th? So, Wednesday the 30th. Yeah, so, so, like, last Tuesday week. night and then into Wednesday. Yep. So, Healy was acquainted with the couple. He was a friend of a Matson family member, and um, it was said that he was staying in a room at the Matson house. Okay. So he was just one of those people kind of bouncing around staying where he could, unfortunately. That's sad. So. Yeah. So it was not clear when the couple was killed and how long Keeley had been on the run. But he allegedly told a friend the previous Friday that he had harmed them. And apparently there had been an altercation because of the dog barking. The dog barking yeah okay yeah so this kid goes and stays with these people in their house I'm and sure gets they're not mad, charging them rent and gets mad that their dog is barking Get over yourself, so bro. he said this on friday they weren't found till the following tuesday oh wow yeah and he told the front on friday so who knows if they had been hurt previously the week did before. police say
1: how long the bodies had been there or have they not
0: they don't know how long they've been there, how long he'd been on the run. They haven't when been, they like, found autopsies him. or
1: anything yet. I
0: mean it, it,
1: or it just hasn't been released.
0: He told them on Friday that or he told the friend Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, that he had harmed them. So I'm sure it was probably that day because I'm sure they had family that they saw like on, yeah, Thanksgiving. on Thanksgiving. I'm just gonna assume that part. Yeah,
1: so then the the weekend, like Friday, Friday and then into the following weekend.
0: Yeah. So Friends and acquaintances of Keely described him as a person having mental illness, um, and he was recently acting, quote, psychotic. He expressed the friends that he was, quote, feeling an urge to hurt people, and that he specifically wanted to hurt the old couple that he lived with. That's
1: not good. No.
0: So should have been called way sooner. yeah they should have
1: tried to do like a 5150 and like section him and but it is kind of difficult to do it you have to go down to the courthouse and like prove that and to have proof that they're a danger to themselves or others in order for them to do a court-ordered sectioning which is where they would put him in well if he's speaking facility. these words if he's, he's just, just saying it though and they don't have it like well, I have text an, I have an article
0: that I just read that had a bunch of priors. so he's definitely had some issues in the past. Okay. So, and especially when you're making allegations about Absolutely, hurting Absolutely, yeah, Or to
1: the wise to everyone listening. If you have a friend who's saying something like that, you need to look into having them put into a mental facility for their own safety and everyone else's. Do what you can to make that.
0: Yeah, if, I feel like if these words were taken seriously, maybe they could have avoided Yeah, like, we wouldn't be talking people. about this. Anyway, um, he was recently staying somewhere in Weymouth, but um, I guess he was kicked out on Thanksgiving night for allegedly hitting the woman that he was staying with, and then the Matson's that also asked him to leave. I don't know that timeline. I don't know how long he'd been staying with the Matson's. Or if this incident happened in Weymouth in the same week and he was just hopping that week or if it was previously. But, you know, I'm just putting it on the record that he was having issues with this living with, situation. Exactly. So he was not being respectful of the people that he was living with and he was using physical force to harm them. So this friend that Peely had had contacted police on Saturday... Um, the Saturday before the bodies were found, uh, to do a well being check on Keeley. And when Marshfield police arrived at the math and residence, a, a relative or a neighbor had said, Oh, he moved out, he's not here anymore.
1: Okay, that's weird.
0: But when they went to the house, they didn't know that there were two more people, yeah, that inside. Oh. Yeah, yeah, so the friend had called Marshfield police again on Tuesday and provided them with more details about Keeley's mental health status and his alarming comments about harming the Matson's. And this is when police finally discovered the bodies. Wow. Yeah. So, a little bit of a I feel like Saturday if they just like, I don't know,
1: I guess they had still gonna knock on the door and like tried to that's just sad. It's Mm -hmm. sad.
0: Their dog was initially thought to be missing from the house,
1: but oh, no. sadly no. the dog was found
0: inside the house also. Is, I'm sorry. I hate my life. Yeah. The dog's name is Bailey. I think I read Bailey. So, uh... I'm
1: sorry, oh, sorry. you hug not deserve my, one of my it. Carl, Vicki, you didn't deserve right this either. Ugh, no. So...
0: Healy went on the run, and he was considered to be armed and dangerous. Police um, knew that he fled the area, and he was no longer in—you know—definitely not Marshfield, definitely out of the state. So they put out a be on the lookout. They had an arrest warrant, and he took a um, the Jeep of the Matsons.
1: Yeah. To flee. Yeah, I remember seeing pictures of the jeep all over Facebook.
0: Yeah, so this was a ni- 2019 black jeep wrangler with Massachusetts plates. It, it was taken from the scene of the crime, but it was found Wednesday afternoon, abandoned in a parking lot in Avon, Massachusetts. Oh, damn. Yeah, so he went like north, only yeah. to like end up in Florida. What? Maybe he drove to like a train station or something, I don't know, but weird. Yeah. But there's closer train stations. Yeah.
1: Like not when- go to Providence and then
0: go down, but whatever. So on his um be on the lookout report, um state uh the police stated that he may have changed his appearance, dyeing his hair red, and um they gave his height and weight. Not relevant anymore because he's been caught. But <laughs> I thought this was funny. Um he goes by the nickname Crispy.
1: <laughs> I feel like anyone who lives in South Shore Massachusetts and tries to have like a like a, like a nickname where they're like, or they're like, just my street name. I, I'm just like, sir, you live next to Cranberry bogs and Cornfields. Crispy. My name's
0: Crispy. Please like... sit
1: down. <laughs> just just sit all the way down. Yeah. Good God. <laughs> I thought you'd crispy, get a kick. Crispy cream. Okay. I thought you'd get a kick out of that. That's, that is fucking hilarious.
0: So, um, I didn't update my notes when i saw that he was caught so i'm just kind of going to give you the report that the article said he was arrested uh this past thursday at 8 p.m in miami beach so 1500 miles from where the crime was committed he also used their like debit cards at an atm and was seen on the camera so like that's, like, the number one rule if you're on the run. Don't go to a fucking ATM. You're gonna yeah. get
1: caught. Like, that's, like, the, isn't that, like, the number one thing they tell you not to do is, like, don't leave a paper trail?
0: Yeah. He clearly wasn't a Come smart on, criminal. <laughs> Come, Come on, on. Crispy. Come on, You can do better.
1: Come on, man. Um, apparently, when he was
0: 18, he uh smashed the car window to his grandmother's car after they had fought over a phone charger. Sounds reasonable. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that in there. Um, he had two other serious run-ins with the law. He was arrested in 2016 when he was 21 for planning and carrying out a group beatdown of a man with autism before stealing his cell phone in his wallet.
1: Oh, so he's a—he's a, uh, he's a he's piece a, of shit. He's yeah. a literal piece of Sounds shit. Sounds like a stand-up dude. I mean, anyone named Crispy is obviously a stand-up guy. Um,
0: he was also hit with drug charges after he had some Xanax and weed in his car. Um, I mean, I everyone's got weed in their car. Was he prescribed but, for Xanax? Xanax? Um, I don't know. It didn't I'm, say. I'm totally joking, obviously. He wasn't, <laughs> I would to charge
1: him with it.
0: But, um, yeah, so. Oh, crispy. Oh, you know, crispy. I'm disappointed. But anyway, um, so I like to end things on focusing on the victims and not, you know, this crispy guy. And this poor family
1: and their poor freaking dog.
0: I just. Poor fucking dogs. So the Madsons were well-liked by their neighbors, and they were described as being good, helpful people.
1: Like, they literally allowed this dude to live in their house. They, like, would help their nice neighbors, like,
0: mow their lawn, and, like, just, like, they were neighborly and nice. And they were waiting to retire so they could travel the country in their RV. Shut up.
1: I'm in love. Okay,
0: one more also little detail goals. to break your heart. Vicky Matson would have turned seventy-one the next day, November thirtieth. Oh my
1: God! Ugh, all these birthdays. No, so yeah. sad.
0: So it's really tragic that they were just helpful fucking people, and that's basically what got them fucking killed. Well, thank God he has been found. And Crispy, you're going to jail. Yeah, you're gonna. You killed. You're gonna fry Crispy. You killed two people and a dog. Did you like my dad joke? What did you say?
1: You're gonna fry.
0: <laughs> oh my God.
1: I'm so sorry to everyone who had Man to, to said, get out. We just lost 10 listeners like immediately. You're They're off like, the no, podcast. <laughs> um, Please don't hate me.
0: I don't. I can never hate you. So I have one more. Um, it's just
1: very, very, very brief. So this is when you sent me the article of,
0: right? Yeah, I sent you the article. And Andrew, my husband, actually. Was the one to tell me about this case. Oh, Andrew
1: getting in on the true crime. I know, Andrew. He's We've a crime now. With the crime junkie,
0: yeah. So, on Tuesday, November 29th, this is the same day that Vicky and Carl Matson were found. So, all this very hap- happening very recently. What is going on in New England? I don't know. I think the turkey's making people going crazy. Apparently, I thought it was supposed to make you tired. It made me tired. Nope. Makes people want to fucking kill, I guess. I don't know where they got their turkey
1: from, but... It's like Thanksgiving, but in real life. Have you ever <laughs> seen that movie? No, and I don't think I want to. It's it's bad. I mean, it's, it's fucking wonderful, but it's, it's bad. I actually just listened to a podcast,
0: um, Murder with My Husband. If you don't listen to Murder with My Husband, please go now.
1: They're amazing. It's
0: hosted by a husband and wife, and they are the coolest fucking people. Shout out to Keaton and Garrett and they did a thanksgiving um episode about a thanksgiving murder that was fucking insane oh, it?
1: yeah so you don't have to listen to that one but
0: he, the killer didn't eat any turkey so we can't thanks, blame the turkey on him killing
1: is a movie about a killer turkey
0: oh so, shit yeah, <laughs> okay then i don't want to watch that <laughs>
1: it's it's really bad. i thought it was like, like, like a thanksgiving murder no it's like like a uh, like one of those really cheesy bad horror movies, like Evil Bong. I don't know
0: if you ever saw no. the Evil Bong movies. Or you like, like Ginger all the Dead Man? No. Oh, Ginger yeah. Dead
1: Man? No, no. Yep. I don't want to watch that, Amanda. <laughs> they're, they're You're so killing bad. the Christmas magic. They're
0: so bad. <laughs> so, oh, they're so um, good. let's go back to Tuesday, November twenty-nine.
1: Yes, I'm so sorry. It's okay. I took us
0: way off the rails. <laughs> no, I like doing shit like that. We got we got banter. People love it. True. So, Douglas Lyon called the police from his home on Shaker Street in New London, New Hampshire. Ooh. Okay. So, when police arrived, they found Douglas, 78, dead outside his home, and his domestic partner, Peggy Brown, 73, dead inside the home. Wow. The autopsies, the autopsies, blah, 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 determined Peggy's manner of death was homicide by three gunshot wounds. Wow. Douglas's manner of death was determined to be suicide by a single gunshot wound. He shot
1: his wife three times.
0: Domestic partner, but yeah, Domestic wife. Partner, yeah. But... Uh, Douglas Lyon was the former vice president for the administration and finance department at Colby Sawyer College. He was the sitting chairman of the New London Zoning Board of Adjustment, and you know he was just a prominent figure and well liked in the town yeah he was also the past selectman and former chair of the board of trustees at new london hospital he was, uh, so he was a,
1: super involved in his community
0: yeah yep he was a lifelong gun owner who believed in the recreational use of firearms and he hosted a talk about responsible gun ownership with the new london county squires earlier this year and it's Hampshire, so i'm not surprised well I mean, I spent the fucking weekend shooting guns oh, in the have, desert. With,
1: with proper and safe gun, gun use, but it's yeah. also New Hampshire, so I, I'm, in I'm like, not surprised he owned a large amount, or not a large amount, but he owned a lot. Yeah, it's that's completely, completely normal. normal. He did safety talks. Though. And
0: he did safety talks just to end up shooting his like wife and himself.
1: The number one thing I'm about is, like, yeah, you can have all the guns you want, but just be fucking safe about it. That's yeah. all. Just to, yeah. be safe about it, guys. Be safe. So,
0: Andrew told me that he, I couldn't find it on Reddit at all, but he told me that he saw it. And, like, I only use Reddit just to, like, get people's, like, yeah, theories, get wild theories and opinions.
1: You can find some good stuff on there. Sometimes people You just even, can't believe everything you read on Reddit. I like when people add, like, citations. Some people will be like, hey, here's the link to, like, where I found this information. And that I find useful because I'm all about, you know, finding yeah reliable sources and not just going off of like what what Dog 37 <laughs> has to say or some Chris, shit. crispy like, man cri- yeah crispy 402 or something
0: <laughs> like. um i mean that's all like the information that i could find on that it like just happened um, I'm but, sure more will
1: come out. We can always do like a little update.
0: Yeah, yeah. If any of these ever have like an update, like Christopher Keeley, like when he fucking oh, yeah. gets sentenced and shit, like. We are going to talk about Oh, that. we are going to talk about you, Crispy. Yep. We're going to be all about Crispy.
1: <laughs> My God. I just want to call him Crispy Cream. You a- call him Crispy like, Cream. Like pasty looking white yeah. dude. Yeah. So yeah, Crispy Cream.
0: But back to that Reddit thing, um, Andrew read on Reddit that apparently um, his domestic partner may have had some sort of dementia.
1: Oh, that's sad.
0: And well, she was
1: in her I don't 70s, know
0: right? if, how true that is. Um, but if she did, maybe he just couldn't take it anymore. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to, this is, like, very close to home, and it's very was new, there like so I don't want like,
1: there's None no detail.
0: You, no I detail. told you
1: everything I so know. If I wonder if there's a note, and what if it was, like, because they were elderly, so, like, what if it was just a, like, I hate to say it, that sounds terrible. Please don't do this, people, but what if they have, like, a pact, like? those you know, things were as yeah but no but they were planning for retirement and they wanted to or no that was the, that was the last couple that was oh, the so last sorry. couple I'm,
0: it's okay this is like this is what like seven different cases in one episode yeah. so it's hard not to
1: yeah i just like i wonder if it was like a, like a suicide path almost that's kind of
0: what my mind went to when andrew was like oh like maybe they you know
1: they planned it but was... you know what
0: i don't want to like say it's any like... of my own theories because we i literally have two pieces of information on this whole thing yeah it happened literally so close to home um but it is very sad that this prominent town official In... who was In... well liked by his community Just, um
1: yeah did this it did this it's so... so sad but yeah i wonder if it uh i wonder if it was a note or something left I don't, oh, I'll not not I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to die in a bed slowly deteriorating from no. dementia either. I'd rather somebody, like, smother me with a pillow and put me out of my misery. That sounds terrible. Okay, but, I'll put that in my notes. You know. Oh, yeah.
0: Smother Amanda when she gets dementia. I already told my <laughs> you.
1: I, my youngest sister knows all my plans because I figured she'll outlive me. She'll probably outlive all of us. So she knows what I want. Okay. All right. She's good. I'll ask her. I want one of those like tree pods too that you like, cremate me, put me in a tree pod, and it just yeah. become a tree. Should be one with the earth, you know? There you go. But, but yeah, so I mean, I wonder if they just, you know, their health was going and they wanted to go out on their own terms. That's it's totally. But I mean, he was doable. outside, so that kind of makes me wonder, because like she was found inside, he was found outside.
0: He probably, so well, well, he called the police, so he knew what he was doing. He shot her. Or he called the police and then shot her. But regardless, shot her, called the police, and then put the gun on himself. And he probably just went outside, put the gun on himself, so that that's the first thing police saw when they came up. Came up instead of trying to knock on the door and walking it's away. I don't just know. Just a weird,
1: a weird part of the evidence where he goes outside and she was. Himself, and there's
0: but... nothing about what he said to the police on the phone. Like I couldn't find anything about the nine one one call.
1: I'm sure that they might release some information later, but they're probably still trying to figure out what the hell happened. So they're just keeping it all close to the chest.
0: Yeah. So we hope,
1: you know, hope you, you guys enjoyed this. like
0: some little true crime updates. I think this is going to be a recurring episode because yeah. I like to kind of report on what the fuck's happening.
1: Yeah, if you guys see any, like, recent cases or anything from, like, your local area and you want to send it to us, hit us up on Instagram or... Send us an email at fathomlesspodcast at gmail.com and we'll add it to the list of things. Yeah, so uh stay spooky, stay scary, and, and stay, stay
0: safe. safe. Bye.